Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to the Redmen TV. It's the Instant Match Reaction after Liverpool beat Brighton 1-0 away from home. I'm joined by Ben Hello. Kelly. Um, look, it was nice to bounce back from that Wolves game, wasn't it? I mean, we've seen just how much better the first team is than our reserves yeah. and it's just nice to see us come back out there and, and, and just play well defensively. I really enjoyed the defensive performance. Yeah, I think um, every now and then you need a game like Wolves to remind you how spoiled we are yeah. and then when, when the team comes back in, it feel you know you you appreciate that whole lot more and you know Van Dyke was back in today and even though Fabinho Fabinho isn't a centre back he didn't look out of place for me um, you know Allison was back in which is obviously a big plus as well he didn't have that much to do overall but what he did he did well um, you know Henderson and Wijnaldum I've said it over and over again I think Wijnaldum is one of the best midfielders in the yeah. league at the moment um, to have them two back in I thought Henderson ran the game I thought Wijnaldum was good again and you know the front the front four were were, were sharp you know did did their bit and and that did Look at the end of the day, it's 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 come out with a win. So yeah, I mean, we it started off at the start of the game. Sorry, Brighton kind of sat back a little bit, and 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 we just got to push our fullbacks up the pitch, yeah. which is what we like to do, and, and and pin their wingers back. And it seemed like as soon as we beat that midfield press, we we had it all open, didn't we? Mm. And 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 with our front three. With a danger, or from four, I should say, especially with Shakiri in there. And I just really enjoyed the performance by by a lot of them players. Like you were talking about Genie and Hendo there, I really thought like they did a fantastic job in the midfield. Mm. They're just stifling stuff. I mean, some of the passing was a bit. They, they, they seemed to be forcing it over yeah. the top, didn't they? And, and, and that was a bit annoying, but it seemed like that was the game plan all along, is to yeah. kind of hit it long over the top. Shakiri was making them infield runs and stuff. Yeah, a lot of time it was getting scooped up, particularly yeah. in the first half. It felt, you know, I think you commented yourself in the first half, it felt like we were getting a bit desperate and mm. it felt as if we were trying to force things a bit. Um, I don't know whether it was just... I don't know if the team felt any pressure today, but in the first parts of the first half, it felt as if there was a bit of impatience from them because yeah. obviously we've lost the last two there's a bit more um, impetus to go and get a go and get a goal but I, I think I I sat I was sat there always confident that we were going to get a goal at, you know it's then whether we could keep them out of the other end which obviously we did um, but I don't know obviously whether they fell out on the pitch it's interesting about the, the, the midfield stuff to be honest because just think about it then I wonder if now we can see that Fabinho when he does like obviously I think it was said by Klopp that we were going to only get him to do the base six at centre back I wonder if that'll be an option going forward now because mm. if we're going to play a 4-2-3-1 
Henderson, Gina did so well today. Henderson over the last few months has been fantastic. I think he had a slow start to the season, um, but but you know when he's when he's in that position, you know we saw today he's pushing on forward a bit more like the thirteen fourteen Henderson that box to box midfielder yeah, yeah. that that is probably the best period that he's had in a Liverpool shirt. I just wonder if if those two are our, like two of our best choices in midfield. Does that mean that we'll see Fabinho a bit more? Dropping back to centre back a bit more often because it's difficult if you're going to play a four to three one. Obviously, the maths suggests that you can't fit all three in. Yeah. So you know if you you know there's a lot of games to play, so there'll be a it's, lot of rotation involved. But is I wonder if that'll be a thing just by chance, not necessarily by design. We've we've happened to now played ourselves into a position where oh Fabinho can play there so I mean it's a mad one I've got stats for Fabinho here he five clearances two block shots one interception he won six out of seven duels with an 85% pass accuracy for me I don't want to see him in in that mm. centre f- in, in that centre back role. I really really enjoy him in the midfield, especially alongside Gene Vinaldum. And I, I I understand where you where you're coming from here because he's a great passer yeah. of the ball. He he seemed okay positionally. There was a few up. There was a few moments where look he should be tighter. He's getting yeah. beaten. The 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 strikers pulling off the back of him. But yeah. that's look at that level. That's going to happen unless you're a top defender like Virgil Van Dijk. And it was nice to see him partnered alongside Virgil because I think he raises the game of everyone he comes up. Against against and we saw it again today Fabinho was miles different than what he was at Wolves mm. I, I, I just feel like I like seeing Fabinho in that midfield for me I know you're not saying oh, I know no, you're not say, saying yeah, I'm not saying that there. I just think because it's, it's now it's a nice problem to have because obviously the, the, everybody's playing well in midfield yeah. but you know like already you know you're thinking well why there's no real reason at the moment to drop Henderson or Genie so when, no. when Matip's fit or Gomez is fit who do you, do you what do you do about the midfield it's you know, I think, I think like I said there's just, plenty of games to play but. you enjoy every single yeah. option that you've got there yeah. and I think in a couple of weeks time when Gomez and Matip are back yeah. I feel like they're, they're, they're in there but then one of them players gets injured you don't know exactly what you can do but Fabinho's on the pitch yeah. hey drop him back in and, and, and change that midfield round I think we've got so many options there that it's really really yeah. good to see I love I love the fact that he can play there. I yeah. really, really do enjoy that because uh, it could even mean that you could put Gomez at right back, put Fabinho at centre back, then put Milner in yeah. at, at centre mid. You know what I mean? And and there's loads of different options there. Um, okay, that's kind of the defensive stuff. Let's talk about the goal. Salah wins the pen. Um, Stonewall. Stonewall. Pen. Despite the Brighton fans complaining, I thought they, it was. They, I thought it was. I mean, he, he did go down. I mean, it was definitely a penalty, like, but he does sort of go and like kicks his leg. He's up like and does Charlie all Brown. Yeah. Isn't but he? this is the thing. And, and it's interesting because did you see the Tottenham game in the week did you see the Harry Kane I didn't know so, so I mean it, obviously it's not it's not a massive thing but for me this is where with all of Salah's penalties recently it's obviously been quite a discussion point amongst pundits and Twitter and, and things like that unless you go down you're not going to get a penalty. Yeah. So the Harry Kane one for me, and, and loads of people watching this, I assume, will have seen it, is where the keeper, there is contact, but then he kind of like dramatically goes over. Mm. The keeper comes out basically and takes him out. But the way he sort of places his leg, he kind of straightens them up and like dives, sort of dives over. For me, it is a penalty because yeah. there's contact. Yeah. And you've, if he stays up there, he's not going to get the penalty. And this is the thing for me with attackers, because of the refereeing, Unless unless you go down in the penalty, you're not going to get a penalty, and then that leads to particularly the Newcastle one for Salah, where even though it looks dead soft, how else are you going to get yeah. penalties? You know what I mean. Well, and, it, and today was another one for me. It was a penalty, but the way he goes over, he's got to make sure that that decision is given. It's funny because we're watching the game and Amy shouts go down. 
yeah. then he rounds the man and then gets get gets his legs kicked from under him. Mm. And she's right, you've yeah, got to go yeah. down, you've got to win these pens. And I was screaming for loads of them during the game as well, just because you've got to, yeah. in my eyes. And I feel like we, we have been too soft lately in terms of that, but that wins us the game. Mm. We might not get the breakthrough. And, and, yeah. and all right, you could say it's a dive, but it's not he gets his legs kicked from underneath yeah. him and yet he over exaggerates yeah the no, fact no that's that what I'm saying I think yeah. it is a penalty but if he doesn't over exaggerate if he doesn't go over then yeah. I don't think he wins the foul yeah. even though it's still a foul yeah. and that's because there's, there seems to be some kind of like I don't know like enigma with referees where a foul outside the area where a, f- a player doesn't go down, he'll happily give. But because it's going to be a penalty, like if if Salad stayed on his feet though, or tries to stay on his feet, mm-hmm. that's not a foul because it's in the box for yeah. me. If that's in the centre circle, then he'd have just given a quick, and we'd have just played it quickly. You know, it's one of them, and that's why players are going down. I think at the moment. No, it's fair enough. But even if you get a pen, you've still got to tuck it away. You've well, still exactly, got to convert yeah. that pen, yeah. and he did it with a plum, yeah. didn't he? You know, really, it's a good really penalty, good when, penalty. When, he, when the keeper goes the right way and, and even gets a touch to it, and he can't save it. If you hit it hard and low for me that's a, that's the best type of penalty I was a bit worried Ben I I, I really like James Milner taking pens yeah. I like Bobby Firmino taking pens I feel like Salah blasts them mm. but he's now blasting them with a bit of finesse in there mm. as well he's hitting them so hard the keeper can't yeah. do anything if he does get there yeah. but it's in the corner as well it's a really well taken pen I think well, I look at I worry about Salah's penalties because in my brain it feels like I, I, I've view it from a perspective of me taking a penalty mm-hmm. if I was blasting them I, like I should know by now that yeah. Salah's got the control to blast it properly bit more, but, bit more but control, for me yeah. if I was to blast it it'd just be a bit reckless and it would it would go into Rose head and that's 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 sort of the way I'm looking at it but I, I'm starting to learn to trust him a bit more now with the I think because he's missed some in the past hasn't mm. he you know it's, it's a bit it's a bit more but if it was me, I wouldn't be taking that approach to a penalty. I'd be looking to slot it a bit more like Bobby does. But like I said, I'm, I'm learning to trust him a bit now. And yeah. look, so the last time we played Brighton, Mo Salah got the goal to, mm-hmm. to send us through. Really tidy finish into the bottom left-hand side. Gets another one. He, he's getting back to being this game winner for us yeah. as well. And I, I'm really enjoying seeing him seeing him play like this in, in, in the attack. But another player who's playing really well in the attack now is Bobby Firmino yeah. and, and and you said he was your man in a match I just thought for me especially he linked up to play really well mm-hmm. he, he's so good in that number 10 yeah. role isn't he and that, that formation suits him when he he's gets getting, to drop in and, yeah. and Mo Salah's I think it's taken a little bit of a time a little bit of time for him to adapt to that and look that's that's the way it is when you change formation and you put players in play in positions that I mean he, he was you could argue he was playing a number 10 anyway mm-hmm. but you know he's probably being asked to do a lot of different things now for me I think the Arsenal game been really key for him ever since then he's been you know sort of back at it and you know he's looked a lot brighter even when he came on on Monday against Wolves I thought you know he added something extra and even though nothing was really created for him I think his movement's somewhere else when yeah. he's playing in that role the, the you, you said it there the link up play is the most important for me over the over the last few weeks, I think you know, with the I think the Man City game, even the Wolves game as well, you know, there wasn't really there was a lot of criticism for not being able to link midfield to yeah, attack. Yeah. Firmino is so good at doing that. He's so good at being that sort of that bridge across to to Salah and Mane. You know, and like I say, we were wasteful in opportunities today. And you know, Mane in particular missed a couple, and and Salah missed one towards the end. But Firmino, without Firmino there, we don't create those chances for me. I think he's so important to the way yeah. we play, and, and that's stating the obvious at this point. You know, everybody are watching this. And, I'm not saying anything revolutionary here, but I think it's so important to reiterate just how good he is. Yeah, and 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 if you pick out some of the moments in in the matches, like the the back heel flicks, the the, mm. the, the extravagant flicks, yeah. but they work every time, and some really tough balls to control, and and 
it, it's like he, he knows that right, he doesn't have the pace of a seller of a man, not even Shakiri, mm. maybe. But he's got the intelligence, though, he's to got make the up intelligence, for it. yeah. And, and I'd rather him be playing the balls than a Sadio Mane than a Mo Salah. I'd rather them be on the end of it and having a shot, even though Bobby can slot things away. We've seen it so many times, he's fantastic at it. It's just it's so good to see him attack click. We've seen it click already this season, but like. We're talking about game winners in terms of Mo Salah. Bobby Firmino is another game winner there. If you think back to the PSG game, I was rewatching that the other day just to mm. just to rewatch Cause it because yeah. I remembered that Bobby Firmino scored a last minute winner, yeah. pretty much, and I was like, "Wow, this he's been fantastic." Even when we haven't said they were <laughs> at their best, and and it's yeah. really good to see. I, look, at the end of the day, this game was a pretty dull, yeah, one nil affair, but. We will take these one nil wins. These are important. We're gonna have more. Yeah. We're gonna have more of these. Look, you know, I've just said. I've just done the Twitter reactions downstairs, and you know, people are saying sixteen more heart attacks to go, and and things like that. Look, this is the way it's gonna be. We're in a title race now. You know. But did you feel unconfident at any point during that game? It's um, one nil, and no. Getting point into in stoppage time. I mean, this is the thing. We've got to shift our mentality to, to away from the old Liverpool. Yeah. You know, this is this is a much more solid defensive unit now. But in, I must admit, in stoppage time, there's still a bit of me like. Uh, just course, blow, yeah, blow yeah. the whistle but for the majority of the game I mean look we we spent a lot of that second half after the goal chatting about random shit yeah, you know because yeah. we were just and it was just sort of on in the background because I think that there is a sense of settled now when we're, when we're watching the game we know that there isn't a lot of real danger yeah. going on you know and, and you know, we obviously we, we watch it in enough detail to yeah. have these conversations but that speaks volumes for me if we're not completely focused on the game and watching it that's because it's it's all going fine well we know that every single player in that team knows the roles mm. they know how to how to play in that role they know that if we do concede a goal it's it's because of a world class bit of play from the other team that's the only way to break through this team now mm. is by a world class bit of play yeah. and how often during the game does it does it no. does a team yeah. do that it's so it's so tough for other teams well, in the last two games it's happened and that's been the difference Ruben Neves yeah. strikes and um, in the City game the Aguero goal is absolutely world yeah. class and that's the breakthrough and, there and, you go and that's it in terms of like uh, that's why I was so happy to see just to know even that Look, Alisson, Van Dijk, Robertson come back in mm. and just shored it all up. And obviously you've got Trent in there. There was a bit of a niggle, but he did, he just played through it. Nothing seemed to affect them. And all right, you've got Fabinho in there. He was the weak link and he was the one place they were targeting, and rightly so. But that didn't it didn't even matter. And, and you've got the cover on the wings with the, the formation that we play. Let's Mane and Shaqiri kind of tuck back in. You've got your def- defensive midfield roles mm. who, who, who are so tireless that they get up and down yeah. the pitch regardless. This team is such a unit. It, teams must come up against it and just go what What can we even do except for sit back and try and catch it on the break but then Van Dijk's there then Alisson's there and, and, and uh, look we're seven points clear I think yeah. uh, until tomorrow when City and Spurs Monday play night. is it Monday? Monday oh no well yes Spurs, City play Monday night yeah. Spurs play tomorrow so think. there you go and, and it, it's one of them where we're, we needed that win just to mm. keep the daylight ahead of us just to keep that momentum going yes two losses like you said before but that's fine. We we lost against the, the the best team that this Premier League's seen for a long, long time. Mm. And when we rotated the squad heavily, yeah. so now we're back to winning ways. We can carry on now, push on. More games to come in in, in the next few weeks, and and long absolutely. We said we said this after City, didn't we? We we are now entering a key run in terms of. The games are actually quite kind for us. You know, we, we go to Palace next mm-hmm. week. Then we've got a ten day break until Leicester at home. So we've got the next two home games are, are 
well, I'd say the next two games are at home against winnable opposition. Then we've got uh, we've got West Ham. Mm-hmm. Then we've got Bournemouth. So I'm all them games for me. And then we've got United. Yeah. So up until Bournemouth, or, or up to and including Bournemouth, are now all winnable games. And and today we got off on the to to a good start with that run. Yeah, fantastic. Look, thank you everyone for listening. But we've give us we've give you our opinions. We want to know your opinions. Obviously, look, uh, fantastic win, fantastic boring one 0 win. But what did you make of Fabinho's performance alongside Virgil Van Dijk? What did you make of the Mo Salah pen? Was it a pen? What, what about that midfield? It's let us know what you thought of every different aspect of what we talked about there. Obviously, they're going to do the final word. Uh, I think on Monday. Yeah, we're doing it on Monday. So we're taking comments from this video. Let us know all your thoughts. We really, really want to use your thoughts. We we appreciate everyone who comments on these videos and. Look, like we say, long may it continue. The Reds are fucking boss. We're top of the table. Let's carry it going. Uh, carry it on. Carry it on going. Whatever. I'm ruining the outro. Um, up, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. Like I say, give it a like. Give, leave us all your thoughts on the game. And yeah, we'll see you over on the Redman TV with the final word, the man of a match, the stat show. Just loads. Loads of stuff. And uh, yeah, see you next time.